when someone has gold, you can see gold chains on them. Yes. You can see gold. Yeah. You can't see like the Bitcoin. And I think that people that become rich eventually, like really rich off of Bitcoin, like they're going to want a way to like be a little flashy about it. I get it. So they should at least have like something that they could put on display and avatar. Tell them. I just want to work this I'll from. I'll tell Mr. Bitcoin. Uh, please, yeah. Mr. Satoshi Akamakamoto, whatever yeah. his name Akamaka. is. Akamakas. Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. And my name is Steven Paul. Green, Take green, green, your green, fucking green, time, green, Jesus. No, no, no. I was oh, do- it's an announcement? I was building into it. Oh. Oh, cool. And maybe we can add a, an echoing effect to have my back so I don't sound like an idiot, please. Yeah. Thank you. We wouldn't Perfect. want him to got ever the, sound like an idiot. Got the thumbs up. That's going to sound sick. Dude, I like didn't have time to do my hair today or my makeup, and then I was like all rushing and trying to like do makeup in the car while you were driving. Yes. And I was like, man, remember when this podcast wasn't even supposed to have video, and none of this would have mattered, and oh. we used to come all just looking all beat, and it didn't even matter because like the halogen lights would make us look like all shadow faced anyway. That's true. And then why do we have to get such a nice setup now and have videos? And if you're watching on YouTube. You know what I'm talking about, and if you're not, you know, I look gorgeous today, so. You know what's funny, though, about our setup is that it's a white label setup. What's <laughs> <laughs> a white label setup? It's like, it's interchangeable. Oh, you can, you can yeah, change you can all change the graphics it. out. Everyone has their show in here now. I like, we were the first show in yeah, here. Yeah, we were the first show. I like to take Not that anyone that. gives a shit. People weren't even going to do YouTube videos, and we decided, yeah. like, that would be cool because people were like, hey, how come you don't do it? And we're like, you know what? You're right. Let's uh, put the YouTube video people portion up, too. People at this place weren't going to do it. Everyone else was doing it, but yeah, yeah. we were the new first ones oh, to yeah, do no, it I'm not, in this building. I don't claim to start <laughs> podcast YouTube videos. No, but yeah, here. Just to be very Studio specific. 71, our partners. Whoop, whoop. What? Yeah, we were we were trailblazing, okay? Yeah, we, we, we still are. Anyway. Um, white I label setup. I didn't have time because I was on the freaking phone with like a mortgage lender all day, and that stuff just kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Because like when we got our house, I was really like, I can't believe all that worked. Like I just didn't want to touch it or like question anything. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm scared they'll take it back. <laughs> I know, man. And now it's been a year and a half, and um, I'm like, let me check out this refinancing thing. I'm cocky and, now. Yeah, I'm kind of cocky, and like they found something that like. They hadn't found before, and they're like, "Oh, you might owe money." Actually, I'm like, "No, fuck! Oh, fuck! This because is because Nikki inquired. We now may owe money. Yeah, I inquired about saving money. <laughs> they found something that makes us so like we might owe money. Because whatever, I don't want to talk about it. This but- is why you just keep keep your situation, folks. Don't try to reach for the dream. Okay? Yeah, exactly. S- stop trying. Yeah, don't stop worry trying about to get it. farther in life. No, just be. Okay with where Don't you're progress. At. Just Don't stay progress. stagnant. It's actually pretty great. Get complacent, please. <laughs> but yeah, so I was just like already frustrated during the week because I didn't get like my videos up and I had like have terrible time management. And I was like, we should do an episode on time management. We should. Or like mortgage stuff. That sounds kind of boring, but True. like uh, time management for sure. And then I was thinking, what if, because sometimes when we do episodes on a topic, a bunch of people write in comments after the episode releases and they have the best advice so i was like what if i tell you beforehand hey give us your best advice and tips on time management send them to podcast at nikki.limo same place you send the questions Mm -hmm. uh for the q a's to and we'll we'll read the best advice on that episode and it's a great place to send all your spams too if you got some good spams. Don't do that. Well, if they got the if they got good spams, Nate's gonna have to sift through all of that. Well, he's a good guy, and he re- he really loves Don't a give good Nate deal. More work. He loves a good deal. That's what I hear. <laughs> yeah. So 
I don't know. That's just something like I've been going through the past couple of weeks and I was like, hey, we should do an episode, but also give us your advice on it. Yeah, but that's really good. This week's episode is going to be a follow up of cri- about cryptocurrency. By popular demand. Because we've done an episode on cryptocurrency yes. a year or so ago. It was a long ago, time ago. Over a year ago. And Bitcoin and, was like, I think, 5,000 then or some shit. And has the world changed at all? Quite a bit. I don't follow it, the but I know you do. The is shifting, my dear. So, it is shifting. Inform us, Stephen. I will yes. play the role of someone who doesn't know Perfect. fuck all about Perfect. it. Perfect. I'm going to treat it like I haven't even done the other episode either. Because, I, because it, dude, anytime you, you're talking crypto, shit changes by the hour. Right. So, like stocks. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the landscape as it exists now and not as, as it existed when. Ooh. Thank you. Get your fancy pants on. Get ready to listen. That's right. Okay, go ahead. For, Do you have a question? No, I don't have any questions. You don't have any questions well, about you give cryptocurrencies? Me some, uh, give me some information and then I'll have questions because I always have questions after the information's given. So currently, so main, the main problem right now with crypto is it's still so speculative driven that really all anyone gives really a shit about is the price of things, which is is interesting and it's very fun to track when things are going well. But honestly, that's not what's happening like under the hood. Like a lot of the, the current advances in crypto, uh, as far as adoption goes, like it being used like in many places, many more places than it was even this time last year. Yeah. And all the different applications that you can use it for. It's pretty incredible stuff. So they've they've come up with even more applications you can use it for? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just more use cases because there's more projects and there's more people building on it. And so there's a lot more applications that are out there that, yeah. that didn't exist before. And um, even, I mean, I, I talked about it briefly. There's one called Maker, uh, Maker Die, or some people call it, well, it's DAO, but it's Maker Die is the, the token, the stable token that goes with it. And basically, right now, without getting permission from a bank or anything, you can get a loan through Ethereum by placing um, collateral with this this token called called Dai, and um, you will receive the benefit. Like the, the like when it goes up, like mm-hmm. you receive a benefit, and if it goes down, your collateral is what it's they like use the baseline. to pay for it. Oh. So like if you wanted this speculative trade or something like that, mm-hmm. which I don't recommend personally, but but it's just a, a, one of the applications that you can do with it. You can you can get a loan through Ethereum right now. Use it for whatever the fuck you want, right? Some people use it to trade with so they can try to make more money with it. But if you if um, Ethereum goes down to a certain price point while you're lo- on loan, you're going to lose what you collateralized the loan with. This all sounds sense? like Greek to me. Okay. So, uh, so, so let's what, say I'm starting out. Okay. Let's say I'm 100% starting out yeah. and I'm like, okay, I have $10,000. Yes. So what do you mean by getting a loan through Ethereum? Does that mean I put a down payment down and then they give me a certain amount of Ethereum that's equal to like, I don't know, 400000 or whatever? So right now there's a, uh, I think it's 2% of all Ethereum is locked up into what's called uh, MakerDAO smart contracts, and those are are being collateralized as debt that people are basically taking on, so that they can get a loan through Maker. Okay. And and they can use that money for whatever the fuck they want. Some people are, are legit doing that to like pay for bills and shit. Like it just depends. Right? And the collateral is dollar bills. The collateral is Ethereum. Oh. So you turned your ten ten thousand dollars into Ethereum, which you are now um, locking into a smart contract. 
and they are giving you a certain amount of die in return for that Ethereum. So they'll give you $10,000 worth, say, right? Mm. And then you can um, you can use that die uh, as a loan. And you can still get your um, Ethereum back uh-huh. at the end of it, right? Uh-huh, okay. Pretty fucking interesting shit because you don't have to go to a bank. You don't have to sit with a teller. You don't have to, they don't have to run your finances, do all that shit. You're doing that yourself um, without anyone's permission. And that's what's so cool about smart contracts so they don't and do credit checks. They don't do any nothing, of that. Nothing. Okay. It's all, there's no banks involved. That's what's mm-hmm. so cool about all this shit. You just you you are using like a a browser, and you're securing a loan for yourself. I see. For whatever you want to do with it. So let's say I have ten thousand dollars worth of Ethereum. Yes. And then I want so I can use that to get a loan for like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that, for through Dai. You yeah. I mean not not necessarily a hundred thousand. It there's the percentages are dependent, so you can't just say like, well, I'm putting up ten thousand, but I'm I want a hundred thousand, mm. right? It it all it's all dependent on whatever you're putting in, and I don't have that in front of me right now. I see. But the point is, is that you could get a loan for that. You could get a loan for your ten thousand dollars, and then you could potentially get your ten thousand dollars back if if you know you don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Which is what a lot of people are choosing to do right now. That's really cool. It's pretty interesting shit, mm-hmm. and, and, that, and that's that's really don't don't get locked down in the details. What's yeah. really interesting about it is that you don't have to get someone's permission to get a loan right now, and this is just the beginning. Like you're going to be able to. There's applications out there that are people are working on where you won't have to have a middleman when you're closing a real estate deal. Huh? Like you'll just use Ethereum, mm-hmm. like a smart contract, and then once you pay the X amount, the smart contract releases the deed. To your place, to whoever the end user is. So, if there's no middleman, who who are you talking to? Just a computer, and then uh, and the owner. Okay. Well, there's no middleman as far as like there's not someone getting a cut of it. Like, I see. Like you're you would have put it up on um. Th- there's applications being built, right? So mm-hmm. there's many different ones. So, um, but the point being is that you could go to a like a site, say mm-hmm. like a almost like a website. And you're, but you're using like probably an app, and you can see all the properties that are listed there, and you would be doing the deal through the app, not with a real estate person. I see. Which you know you don't have to pay the closing costs and all bullshit like to to somebody. You're all that's like baked into the cake. Huh. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Permissionless, like removing the middleman. Like I can order something online, and I and I. Um, have it sent to me and, and it's almost like the same thing as that but without having to have like the you know the 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 big box store mm-hmm. which is what amazon's really about right right it's about removing the big box store and just getting the product right to you that's sort of how the economy is going to get opened up by blockchain with with all the different things that are out there with like everything yeah it's really just about um uh, money is the only thing that really hasn't been updated. If you look like since the re- dawn of the internet, mm-hmm. everything changed, right? You get Uber, like you you get uh, eBay, all like Amazon, all that stuff changed everything else, right? All these big brick and mortar stores are pretty fucked. Malls are fucked. Like a lot has changed because of technology, except for money. Money really hasn't changed that much, right? Like you you still go to a bank to get a loan. You still um uh. Got to get a loan to get an auto. I'd say it's much more electronic car. now, and yes. um, also it's not backed by gold. It's not backed by gold, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I'm talking about the financial system, really. Yeah, I mean, yes, the way you that can money swipe operates. a card, but you've been able to do that for 
30 years yeah or more more right so it's it's none of that has really changed it's just about that a lot of people have been desensitized to spending because they're not spending actual dollars in their hands Mm -hmm. there's a lot of that out there um, but there's not a lot of revolution as far as the financial system goes, which is what a lot of this is about. So um, I have a lot of questions, but uh, one is how do you feasibly see this being integrated into today's current society when m- a lot of people just can't even understand it? Yeah. So um, a lot of the things that are going on right now, you're not going to be able to you're not going to need to understand it. You don't need to understand how the Internet works to use the Internet. Right. And even a lot of these um I don't know, email, like a lot of the applications we use, we have no idea how they work. Like nobody knows how iTunes works. They just fucking do it. And actually iTunes is the worst thing I've ever seen now. So are you, you're saying that uh, the, like the user interface, like the us, the consumer Mm -hmm. that is using the technology won't even really know that that's the technology being used. It's just going to help the things that we're already doing in our normal day-to-day life run, operate smoother. Exactly. Yeah. With, and with, and with, permissionless yeah. being the key to You don't to get, that. get it approved. Yeah. You don't need a certain credit score. Nope. Um, and it's about bringing a lot of people who are out of the economy into the economy, right? Like third world countries. A lot of people in Venezuela are using Bitcoin right now, for example, because their their dollar got fucked by inflation. Yeah. And so they use Bitcoin just to buy food and things because they, they can count on it. Right. right? They, they, there's only a certain amount. Bitcoin has a value, and people transact with that value with each other, and they do it without any government permission. So they don't have the government of Venezuela or anybody saying like, "Well, I want to be involved in this transaction," or "You're not allowed to do this," or whatever. Yeah, like, they're just doing it on their own, uh, which is which has empowered a lot of people in those countries to uh, have more control where they felt they had very little through their banking systems. Hmm. Um, so how do taxes work on that? Is it just when you cash out into a, a monetary amount that they tax Depends you on, on the it, country or? right now. There's a lot of new regulations that are being written about that stuff because it's all been the Wild West for so long. Um, I know even in the United States, there's a lot of new regulation rolling out. Like I think in New York particularly, they, they started pretty harshly. So yeah. a lot of the crypto space was really damaged by that. They they had a lot of problems um, in the beginning because they kept on getting smacked down with all kinds of regulatory fines and things. So they a lot of people moved out of New York for that. Uh, but but regulate you know regulation is not a bad thing. It's just mm-hmm. it's just about who are the regulators and do they understand what they're doing right? Because that was the problem. Is a lot of the regulators they didn't even understand the what they were regulating so right. they're just like coming up with rules and everyone's going why why are you doing this um and then actually one of those guys there's a great documentary about it called the rise and rise of bitcoin you can check out things on netflix but one of the guys he was he was actually he wrote a legislation that no one else could understand and then he and then he became the person to oversee that, it that you hired to try to understand exactly it. <laughs> yeah. he was the person to oversee the the forming of those relationships between business and government like he basically quit his job in government and became that person. Mm. It's just fucking incredible. <laughs> but that's the kind of bullshit that they were dealing with, right? right? Like somebody who doesn't know anything comes in, they create a new rule book, and then they tell you how to read it. 
So that that that's been frustrating for a lot of people in the crypto space because crypto is very misunderstood. Right. And it's very and it's very shit on. Like, yeah, you get a lot of people that are like, oh, okay, drugs. cryptocurrency. Yeah, it lets people buy drugs. I'm like, dude, what do you think when you when you see a fucking FBI raid of a drug den of El Chapo or whatever? What do they always find? Pallets and pallets of cash. cash. Yeah. But nobody's ever like, we're using cash for drugs. Yeah. Nobody fucking does that, right? I suspect people that have lots of cash. I'm like, where the fuck do you get all that cash, huh? Yeah, right. Like, why do you have it? Why, why don't you have it in a, like a bank account? And like, I'm a stripper. What's going on? And you're like, oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. When I was a waitress, it was like that. I had like sure. my whole rent in cash, and then I would. Uh, deposit it right before rent was due so I could write a check but like it was all saved up in cash now what if you were that waitress right and you have family say in the Philippines okay and you leave work you got a hand you got a bunch of cash and you're sending money to your grandma in the Philippines you could in this crypto landscape that I'm trying to help people understand Mm -hmm. you could take it that money to a 7-eleven they will scan a barcode on your phone showing that they got your money and then they are now um, giving you digital funds, like through Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever. And you can instantly transact that money to your grandmother in the Philippines without Western Union taking 20% or whatever bullshit fee. Those guys are fucked. Those guys are the next to go down. And I think I think there will be a huge hurrah from the fucking world, especially in third world, yeah. be- because they get destroyed in fees mm-hmm. through Western Union and all that stuff. A lot of people send remittance pay- payments to home in like Mexico or whatever. They get killed by all these fees. And so they're not going to have to have anyone's permission. They're going to have to pay some bullshit Western Union fee. They're just going to be able to send it right to whoever they're sending it to. Do you think that, uh, well, I'm sure this is happening already. I don't follow a lot of the news, so um, mm-hmm. I'm coming at you as someone that doesn't know anything. Wonderful. Um, so are banks and financial institutions kind of freaking out then or do they think it's not a big deal yet i think that they they were freaking out about it but i think that now they're sort of playing ball yeah like if you can't beat them join them exactly i see i mean honestly like that's sort of just what happened right like i think a lot of the banking institutions have started to buy bitcoin i know um uh jamie diamond who's part of um fucking jeffrey morgan mm-hmm or JP Morgan Chase, he was shitting all over Bitcoin and then they bought a fuck ton of Bitcoin like within a month. Right. It's so, like they, I heard about they that. fudded Bitcoin and then they fucking bought it after driving the price down. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like the banks are playing ball now. It, I see. Uh, um that doesn't excite me, by the way. As a crypto guy, I don't like I don't like the banks. I don't like the way that they um that yeah. they do things now where they can just print money infinitely. Uh, using the Federal Reserve, and we all just have to say okay forever. Yeah, like I really dig the idea of the Satoshi white paper, which is Satoshi Nakamoto. He's a creator of Bitcoin. He basically was like, "What if we had like a fully permissionless financial system with with an actual finite currency that cannot be reprinted?" Yeah, which you cannot print more Bitcoin. You can create different coins using the same code, but you cannot have. Like, you cannot create more Bitcoin. Okay, that's another thing I have a question about. Like, how come there's so many different coins? Like, why why are there all these coins? Why can't there just be, like, three coins? So, in the crypto space, there's a lot of, I mean, talk to, like, we've been watching Silicon Valley, right? Yeah. We watched a whole episode where Thomas Middleton's character hates people who use spaces to code. He likes people who use tabs, Yeah. right? There's a lot of that kind of infighting in the crypto sphere. I see. People who believe in doing something with small variances. So like there's, you know, Bitcoin 
regular Bitcoin. There's Bitcoin. Satoshi's Vision is one of the bullshit coins, shit coin out there, uh, which is basically this guy named Craig Wright who claims to be Satoshi Nakamoto, but he cannot prove it. Um, he created his own version of Bitcoin, and he says he's going to do things. He wants to do things differently with block sizes because you can only mine a certain amount of Bitcoin a day, and people want to increase block sizes. People want to shrink block sizes, so they splinter off Bitcoin. And what they did, they do what's called a fork, mm. and then they're able to develop their own version of Bitcoin, and they usually rebrand it, retitle it. There's another one called uh, Bitcoin Gold. There's another one called Bitcoin. Um, uh, fuck is it called? It's like the third one. It's um, it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash. Uh. Yeah, it's just another one of the another version of Bitcoin where people are like, we want to have small, larger block sizes so that. Miners are more rewarded. I see. Um, so in the end, like uh, where it's going, do you see it coming down to like one or two coins? Or is it, or is more uh, diversity in coins a good thing? It depends on the projects. I think there's a lot of projects out there that are going to go nowhere and ultimately be dead ends, right? Like there's only so much resources for certain companies um, who are building on blockchain right now. And a lot of those guys burn through their cash and they don't deliver a product and then they just sort of go by the wayside, mm. right? So I think that a lot of co coins that exist right now, because there's like 5,000 of them or more, um, yeah, you'll never see or hear from them again. But I think the top, like in the top like 50, there's some pretty interesting things. And there's there's stuff also like that have just opened and shit like that are just getting going. And do different coins do different tech or is it different applications? Okay. So like uh Ethereum is different than Bitcoin. Like mm -hmm. Ethereum I think uh, that's what I'm confused by. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Ethereum they 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 do what's called smart contracts, which is really just about um like when you mine a Bitcoin, right? Like you're using a certain amount of resources to um, mine a block and then you're rewarded for your the power that you used and for your for the resources that you expended for that right ethereum does a similar thing like exactly the same kind of thing when it comes to mining but when it comes to what they're what people are doing with ethereum it's just it's just a different thing it's like there's there's smart contracts and Bitcoin now has some smart contract applications, so a lot of them share good ideas. But it's just the idea of having a permissionless like um, ability for me and you to make a deal with each other, and uh, and we don't need a middleman to make sure that everything went through. And that a lot of that's still being built right now, because um, a lot of it's not done. Um, but it's going to start rolling out at the end of the year, which is going to get interesting. So what do you predict will happen? Um, I think that it, I think that. The way that it is right now is, uh, like, as far as Bitcoin is the leader uh, with Ethereum coming up behind it and then several other coins is kind of how it's going to be for a while. But I think that the Ethereum landscape has already uh, usurped Bitcoin as far as the amount of applications being run on it and the amount of um, people who, who use it. Like, I, I think that there's just more, there's going to be way more there. In the future so there's a lot of comparisons of uh bitcoin and um cryptocurrency to the stock market mm -hmm. what are is i mean is that an accurate analogy or are there what are the big differences well when you um buy a stock yeah with a company that's 
that's more um you're investing in that company yeah you're investing in the company and with crypto you're you're not getting any piece of the company you're getting um you're getting a piece of the application of their idea mm. you know what i mean so like one of the coins that that i have is called Omisego, and when they're ready and i've talked about this before but when they're ready the idea is that you'll be able to stake your your Omisego on their network and you will get paid to um for them to use your coins to to secure transactions on their on their network hmm. so they're building a fully permissionless network that allows like an open financial system anywhere in the world through your phone and um they like so if nikki wants to send money to steve um the 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 ability for your money to reach me will be confirmed by the coins that I collateralized on their network, if that makes sense. I see. Yeah. So you had to use, uh, yeah, so you use Omisego coins to collateralize. Exactly. So I will have Omisego coins that are doing work for me, almost like how... When you, uh, is it similar to when you put your money in a bank and then they use that money to give people loans. Exactly. And... It's very similar to that, except okay. it, it, it will, and the idea of it, but what's actually happening is, it's is basically like, it's basically like I, I'm getting mining rewards, but instead of it being that I mined a thing, I actually just let you use my coins to secure transactions. Right. So in the loan banking analogy, it'd be like you getting interest in your checking account. Like the totally. bank pays the same interest idea. because yes. they used your money to yes. give other people loans. And that's why the argument is being made in the Ethereum community that Ethereum is not a security, which I think was actually just confirmed mm. by the Fed, uh, by the uh, SEC, because because you're actually doing work. Like wh- like your computer is sitting there, it's usually tethered to some um, uh, virtual private server, yeah. and you're actually doing work to confirm transactions. Or you will be. Your computer is a slave. That's right. You're not a slave. That's exactly right. Your computer's your bitch. You tether and your the, computer to a server and yep. it works for you. Exactly. And that's where everything's <laughs> going. I'm telling you what. That's where everything's going. Dang. The AIs are really going to destroy us. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and there's another project called Gollum that, be an I've, that I've mentioned before, but the same idea, right? Your your computer will literally work for you and it will allow um, people to to uh, render things. like so, so all the power that you have, you have your computer on at home right now, you'll be able to render all kinds of different shit using your your idle computer right now hmm. instead of it, it just chilling there it's actually working while you're away and you get paid in tokens the same way that that i mentioned no ago you'd get paid in whatever tokens of whatever currency you want in the world you think there'll be like mandatory computer break regulations where like your computer has to take a break i sure hope not in california probably in california definitely in california or france in <laughs> uh, new york in new york yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I sure hope not. I will be fighting against all robot rights <laughs> as hard as I can. They don't deserve it. I mean, That's like right. we created them, right? Yes. So, I mean, I didn't, but someone smart did. Same. Yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't create them. I'm part of sure. that human race. So. I'm just one of the dumb people who opened a box and plugged it in. Same. But I should get all, a lot of credit. Well, for I that. paid some money for that. Me too. Box. Exactly. And I think I deserve. I contributed to that. So do I. Yeah. Um, we are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to ask you some of the top questions that the internet has about cryptocurrency. Perfect. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amount. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, Huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> okay. We're back. Yes. And I have some most popular questions from the internet. But yes. before that, um, someone who we work with on the podcast, who we're, we're very close to, had a question about um, him buying a new desktop computer and wondering if he should use his old computer because it has a decent GPU to turn into a mining rig. So my answer to this is always you have to get ready to um, this is going to sound like I'm hating on it, but I'm not. You just have to know um, how it's going to work. You have to know how much power you're going to consume mm-hmm. and you have to be comfortable with that because you're yeah. probably going to be paying uh, a little bit more bill. a month for sure. Yeah. Because you're running that thing constantly, um, especially with GPU stuff. So, uh, but, and and a lot of mining right now is really nearing the end of its life cycle as far as the... Um, the value? Well, as far as the way that it's even just being utilized in the crypto space. Like, like for example, proof of stake is coming. And they've been saying this for a long time, but I think proof of stake really is coming soon. Like, it'll be here probably February mm-hmm. where you're going to be able to instead of running these GPU farms where like you know you got a bunch of graphics cards set up and you're having them process these complex <laughs> equations for you and you're getting rewarded in in blocks for uh, for whatever crypto you're mining um instead of that you're going to be just using your tokens to secure the transactions like I mentioned before and so, Ethereum's doing that. Um, a lot of the a lot of the tokens in the Ethereum space are doing that. Uh, Bitcoin is going to be doing a version of proof of stake, mm-hmm. but I don't know how close they are. I'm less familiar with that. So it just it, honestly, it, it just depends. Like like, and I, all I mean by that is um, there's a, the different Bit- Bitcoin projects that are working on proof of yeah. stake. Bitcoin itself is going to be um, proof of work, which is the the mining rig stuff. So I think that setting up a mining rig that mines Bitcoin is good move. Um, only because you can only mine Bitcoin for the next couple years, man, and then it's over. There's only 20 what some odd million of them, and that's all. So even owning a part of a Bitcoin is, I think, worth it, it. very worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's really all you can buy right now anyway, unless you're dropping fucking 10K on a Bitcoin. So it's kind of an investment, though, because your electric bill is going to go up. Uh, yes. So you have to pay a certain amount. Um, 
The idea being that, like, man, if you could have mined Bitcoin in 2011 when you were, you know, you didn't have to use a GPU yet. You were just using whatever your computer was. Yeah. And it was mining you many Bitcoins a day. And God, if you had just kept going and just paid the power bill or what, it wasn't even that much then. Yeah. Like, that's the idea, right? Is that Bitcoin is deflationary. And so you're going to make money, hopefully, in the long run because Bitcoin's value is going to go up. Yeah. Um, but then a lot of people get scared by the volatility, which is why, you know, it's a risk reward thing. And I think it's a smart move because there's only so many Bitcoins in the world. And Bitcoin's about to be halvened at the end of this year. What's halvened? So the amount of Bitcoin that you can mine per day is going to be cut in half again, which it happens every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all basically set up this way uh, as more Bitcoin gets mined, it becomes more difficult to mine a Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And so. It, the amount that you can get will be lessened. And so usually when that happens, you can almost see a direct correlation to, to a price spike. So I think at the end of this year, we're going to see an interesting, huge Bitcoin rally. Well, that was one of the top questions is what determines the price of cryptocurrency. Um, that's not what determines the price. It's just about current you know, supply and demand. And then there's a lot of algorithm bot trading. There's a lot of that out there. That's yeah. why I tell people... I tell Julia's boyfriend not to fucking trade crypto. I say buy and hold, buy and hold. Yeah. Because Hoddle. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck is is they're up to. You don't know what the algorithm bots are uh, are doing. I'm not a technical analysis guy. I don't sit there and look at charts and go, I know where this is going. Mm. I sit there and I buy and I just hold. That's the whole I think move unless you got some inside knowledge that I ain't privy to. Okay, so what about people worried about like, cause no one's, no one's really like liable if your crypto gets stolen. Yeah. Right. So, um, hacking all the security stuff. Where one of the top questions is, where should I store my cryptocurrency? Uh, there's a lot of different things out there. There's a thing called a Trezor wallet. There's a thing called a Ledger Nano S, and they're they're hardware wallets that let you secure your tokens on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. And then, what you have to be careful with is where you keep the keys mm-hmm. uh, to your. So like like each you, you get like a certain uh, letters and numbers like generated when you create a Bitcoin wallet or Ethereum wallet, and that is your key, right? Mm-hmm. So anybody who has your key can access your coins. Uh, so you have to uh, put that somewhere safe, uh, or you can keep it on an exchange. But if you keep it on an exchange, you, you really don't own your coins. Yeah, but. Okay, to make it really easy for some of you out there who are like, man, I don't want to fucking sit there and figure out a Ledger Nano S or Treasure Wallet or whatever. Um, Coinbase has a thing called custody that they're coming out with. Uh, I think they actually rolled it out already. But you basically can hold your coins on Coinbase. And again, this is really for noobs out there. A lot of crypto people shrug their heads at this shit and they think I'm an asshole even for saying this, but it's just for people like the moms and dads or the people who are like, I don't want to deal with it. I just want to buy it and hold it. Like if you really don't want to deal with it and pay like 60 bucks for a hardware wallet or whatever, you can use Coinbase custody and they will let you hold your coins on there. You can hold your coins on Coinbase as it is. I think it's FDIC insured up to $250,000, but, uh, you know, something could happen. You don't know. Like Coinbase gets hacked or something. And then who knows what the fuck happens? A lot of so a lot of people in the space don't like to leave it up to an exchange to hold their coins because mm-hmm. the exchange could get raided by the FBI tomorrow, for example, and right. then you're fucked, and you don't even know when you're going to get your coins if you even do it all. Huh? There's all kinds of shit out there. 
Like that's why you don't ho- hold your coins unless you hold your keys. That's the old adage. You know what I just thought of? And I don't know if this is already something probably someone thought of already. There's probably a meme out there. I already think whatever it is, it's cute. Okay. <laughs> I just thought of because you just keep talking about blockchains and coins and blockchains and coins. And I was thinking about Super Mario Brothers, how he hits a block and he gets coins. You think it's related? I think it is. They knew. They predicted that. They predict Mario predicted it. Yeah, Mar- sure. Super Mario. Or brother. did Mario just make the terms accessible so they're like, okay, when you get a mine a block, you get coins. Oh, true. It's a bunch of nerds yeah, that came up with this. Yeah. yeah. You have to think like like that. That is almost and, and certainly there, the chicken a, and the like egg. There's like a chain of blocks sometimes. Like I guess you could call that a chain where they're like all together yep. as a chain and then Mario like hits each one and like sometimes many coins come out of one. Yep. Sometimes only one. <laughs> It's true. Genius point. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I was just thinking about that. But but we've been watching a lot of Silicon Valley, so now you know that they probably came up with it because they're fucking nerds. Yeah, that's true. They were playing Mario. Dude, I love that show, Silicon Valley. It's a great show. It makes me feel both smart and dumb at the same time. Yeah. When they talk about certain things, I'm like, wow, I definitely don't know about that shit. Yeah. And that's almost every episode, which is great. (laughs) Totally. Okay. Back to cryptocurrency. Yes. Um, Can cryptocurrency become worthless? Yes, and it has. Um, just don't buy the shittiest shit coins out there, man. There's a bunch of companies out there, or even just spawns of bitcoins. Like, for example, when Bitcoin came out, another another copy came out called Litecoin. That Charlie Lee he basically just took Bitcoin, copied the code, and called it Litecoin, rebranded it, and said, um, you know, when you have dollars, you also need nickels and pennies and, and quarters. And he viewed it as another way of transacting in a smaller sense. Mm. with the same idea right it's like when huli created nucleus and silicon valley Silicon Valley, huge shout out (laughs) huge shout out so yeah so it's like it's it's a similar idea to that so he he took that and ran with it with with that idea and there was a value the space agreed that there was a value to that and it was branded well and they were like you know what bitcoin litecoin would go well with bitcoin because you can always have smaller transactions happening without having i mean a lot of you know some people were paying thousands of dollars in Bitcoin fees a couple years ago. Wow. Now it's much different because they, they've improved it a lot. But years ago when the Bitcoin network was getting clogged, some, some people who were moving serious, serious, serious money were paying crazy fees per month. Wow. And now they're not. What, what's Bitcoin <clears throat> at right now? 10000 Oh, okay. But, but, but real quick to answer your question, that was an example that worked. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of coins that also got copied off of Bitcoin that are worthless. I see. There's a meme coin called Dogecoin that yeah. is not worthless. It's actually worth over a billion dollars, I think, right now. Out of irony. Out of irony. Yeah. It's a t- but 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 what is our financial yeah, yeah, system? Exactly. That's the that's the whole meme. Like it's of just it. people agreeing that something's worth something. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what Dogecoin is, and that's the heart and soul of Dogecoin, other than. Um, the word wow that's what i think it's is fascinating about the whole space is that you can literally like determine something's value just by agreeing with other people that like yeah and that's all value is in the real world right right right, true and so that's what's so cool about it it's almost a parody of our own financial system and and, and a big fuck you to them too which is super fun for a lot of us the parody aspect i think is what i did because like i know value is determined like that in the real world but like i can pick up a physical tangible item and be like this water bottle what does it do for me well it does it hydrates me throughout the day makes me keep track of my water like it's made out of glass so it's like reusable and blah 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 blah. and i can kind of like do my own analysis on what i think it's worth to me in my life yes. and then other people can agree like oh yeah those factors yes um but when you have something like dogecoin mm-hmm. like i don't what can i do with that in my day honestly 
you can transact with it super quickly anywhere in the world without you, anyone's permission. When you permission. say transact, though, what does that mean? I could buy pizza with it? Some some places will let you do that. We'll take Dogecoin. Yeah. And in the future, you think more places will take Dogecoin? I think that as these applications get built out, mm -hmm. that the Venmo of crypto is coming. Yeah. And that's what I think Omisego is going to be. But that's my own personal opinion. There's so many of them out there. But I think that Omisego will be like the Venmo of, of uh, crypto where you'll be able to pay for anything anywhere. And it will accept whatever currency in return for whatever currency you want to be paid in. Is that similar to like we accept Visa, MasterCard and not American yes. Express? Yes. So it's, it's kind of more along the lines of a credit card where or a credit card company where it's like it can be used in any country and it'll convert to that currency. But there's a fee if you're using like an American card in Europe or something like that. Yeah. And there's the fees are arbitrary. The businesses hate them. They're usually paying four five, six percent, depending on where they are in the world. And um, a lot of those businesses will either charge the customer that four or five percent yeah. or they eat it and hate it. Mm -hmm. Um because they want to stay competitive in their area and maybe somebody else isn't doing that. And so the whole idea is what if you didn't have to do that? What if um, you could secure transactions cheaply because there's no security team who's keeping it all safe and you don't have fucking mainframes of uh, data being housed somewhere that's all needs to be protected with cold storage or whatever? Like what if you didn't need any of that permission? What if you could um, permissionlessly... Um, transact right with somebody else you don't need those kinds of fees you could mm -hmm. charge a minimal fee just for securing the transactions you could charge instead of four percent you charge 0.4 percent and that's the kind of reality that we're looking at with crypto which is super cool mm. that's really cool yeah just it'll just it'll just change the whole world for, for a lot of people who live their life in the margins okay you mentioned keys earlier and like oh if someone finds your keys like uh, it's bad news yes um what if you just lose your keys? Um, yeah, same kind of bad news. If you don't have your keys at all, mm -hmm. um, you don't have your coins at all. Oh, so you lose access completely. And there's, there's no way to trace them back. There's probably tens of thousands, if not more, maybe hundreds of thousands of wallets out there that have coins that will never be retrieved. Wow. Because of that. Because of either people dying and never they never you know wrote it down anywhere or told anybody about it or they lose it or they there's there's even more stories terrible sad stories of people who had bitcoin they had like a couple hundred of them that they mined like in the first couple of weeks of bitcoin as a novelty mm. just thought it was fun cool thing that they were doing and they kind of stopped doing it they threw away that computer and that thing has 500 bitcoins on it, which is worth millions and millions of dollars. Okay, right so that that makes me think of a question that is like, okay, if there's only a finite like source of bitcoin, yeah. right? So there's only like let's say a million or whatever it whatever whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Let's say a million, just for the analogy. There's 22 million. Okay, 22. or 21 million. So when it gets to the point, because the way the dollar works is like. Uh, people go and spend that those dollars. If you lose a hundred dollar bill, yeah, it's gone forever for you. But someone else can pick that hundred dollar bill up, put it back into the economy. Sure. So if you lose those bitcoins, like let's say someone had like fifty thousand bitcoins uh, on a thing, and they don't have, no one has access to it anymore. Um, what if eventually, like it, you know, those those things aren't cycling back into the space? Like what what's going to happen? It makes Bitcoin more scarce, which makes your Bitcoin go up. Yeah, but like in value. But think think about it like this: There's slippage already in the financial system, uh -huh. where like you, you like you said, you know, um, 
a ship sinks and there's you know thousands of dollars in there or whatever and they don't retrieve it or it's unretrievable or it's not worth the money to go get it that money isn't per se taken out of the economy because that money gets replenished by the fed or, or whatever country that you're in they have their own way of printing money in bitcoin's case yeah it's an actual like like take it like gold right where you can only mine a certain amount on earth and there's only going to be that that amount of of gold, you're not going to be able to make more. But and so when that ship goes down, the the value of gold does go up. But see, that's what I have a question about is that so we created dollars yes. to like be because, you know, gold's running out or whatever. So we're going to create dollars and you can at any time exchange that for gold or, you know, silver or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And then now you can't because we printed so many dollars. Um so like do you think that'll happen with Bitcoin like if there is a loss of a bunch of Bitcoin and then there's only so much left. Do you think there'll be something else created that'll just take us right back to the dollar again? No, because I think there's already smaller, like for example, if Bitcoin was at a million dollars each, right? Which is a meme. I, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but let's say it was a million dollars each, which is truly scarce. Yeah. Right. There's only 22 million of them. There's only, and it's worth a million dollars each. Okay. Nobody's going to really use like you're gonna use like pieces of Bitcoin maybe to pay for things, and you can you can split a Bitcoin up like a million times. Mm -hmm. But the point is, is that I think a lot of people will probably be using Litecoin or, or some other smaller denomination of of a crypto instead of Bitcoin because it's just they want to keep their Bitcoin because they feel it's very valuable, right? I see. That, that's the difference between that and the dollar too. Plus, you could take a Bitcoin right now and send it anywhere in the whole world. You can't do that with a dollar. You have to go sign up for an account somewhere, make sure that they have permission to do business with you. Mm. You have to you, you can't just go into any country and use their money immediately, right? Like what happens when you step off the plane when you get into a new country? You gotta go give them a higher percentage of whatever money you're using just to get their money because you're paying them on the spot to get their money. And so you're kinda getting dicked that way. What if you didn't have to do that at all? I have a question. When you buy a Bitcoin, do you get like um, an avatar of that Bitcoin that's like a sparkly diamond looking thing? I'm sorry, you do not. Because they should do that. Because well, they have some of that. There's a Dodgers bobblehead that came out like in 2017. Yeah. And it was a completely digital bobblehead that appeared on the Ethereum blockchain. So, like, anyone who went to that Dodger game, uh -huh. they got a code for it and they could redeem it. And re receive that bobblehead in their digital Ethereum wallet. Yeah, so like. So it's the same idea, and they could see it there. Because here's my thing: is like with gold, I'm like, if I keep my gold, I can go look at my gold. You can. And it makes me feel good because I'm like, ooh, I have this shiny thing that's worth a lot of money. True. But if I have like a Bitcoin, even if it's worth a million dollars, like if I don't get to see what a million dollars looks like, like in a, like a visual format. I don't know. Like, I think that I think someone could make money creating a company that like visualizes the worth of I, your Bitcoin. Listen, <laughs> as you're saying this, I'm sure somebody's yelling. It already exists. It's this thing. Probably. There's so many things out there. I'm just, you know, like, like sparkly things. Like, I mean, that, there, I've seen some uh, UI user interfaces out there for different like, projects give me a shimmery, that have like, that kind of thing. Give me a shimmery GIF. I don't give a fuck. But it's not real. Huh? It's not part so of it. What's well, not real? Oh, I see. Yeah, it's just some gimmick that they they built on the back end. No, I want a real gimmick, like <laughs> a real one that's like okay. So you know how people go nuts over like badges, like if you go into like Twitch or you know those mm -hmm. um, 
live streams where like people you know you earn a certain badge and then your color get like when you write your font shows up a different color than other people's colors and it's like really cool because you feel like oh I earned this thing yeah right and so like when you have this bitcoin like I I feel like like a, a gimmick that actually works really well in marketing and it just because the general population op operates this way on this like status level right when you like can see status on somebody like you can, when someone has gold you can see gold chains on them yes. you can see gold yeah you can't see like the bitcoin and i think that people that become rich eventually like really rich off of bitcoin like they're gonna want a way to like be a little flashy about it i get it so they should at least have like Something that they could put on display, an I'll avatar. I just want to work this I'll from. I'll tell Mr. Bitcoin. Uh, please, yeah. Mr. Satoshi Akamakamoto, whatever yeah. his name Akamaka. is. Akamakas. Yeah. <laughs> that's just an idea. That's just a. I think it's a. I totally understand that, it, and the, the, it definitely exists out there. Look, I've seen many wallets that have that sort of thing. You can see like a little gold coin in the corner. Of the but like screen. you know, I've I used to work at a fancy restaurant called mm. Cocktail bar, and uh, it was like A-list celebrities and like producers and stuff, and a lot of them, but like okay, a lot of them had this, but they always thought it was like dope as shit. Like they the thought they card. were, the, yeah, the Amex black yep. card because yep. it's fucking heavy, yep. it's metal, it's black. That's Not it. a lot of people are allowed in this club. Yep. You know, it's like the Ferrari of fucking credit cards, yep. and it's like a pretty cool thing Super to like cool. to drop on a check, right? And so. You can hear that clink, I bet. Yeah, that so culture, that like, you know, that rich, rich, yeah, the, well, yeah, douchey, rich people keeping up with the Joneses type of culture. Like when you get to a level of that amount of wealth, there's like a lot of that. No doubt. That goes on where it's like a status thing. I just think that, I don't know where I'm going with it. Like I'm not going to make it. I definitely <laughs> but, know where you're going but with I'm, it. I'm just saying like, you know, people like to have a little symbol of like, hey, I did this, you I know, like I, totally I, I mined Bitcoin back in 2011. And that's why I get the freaking platinum <laughs> avatar, you know? Sure. That's tight. Yeah. Just a little, that's just a little I'll, thing. I'll, I'll you recommend take that. it. I'll take it to the board. Yeah. You could take that out there. Whoever you, whoever's listening, if that's you right. like know all this tech, if you're a Silicon Valley nerd and you know how to do that, I'd buy it. Like I said, they're probably already doing it. It makes it so much more enticing. I told you about CryptoKitties, right? What? Crypto Kitties? No. Okay, Crypto Kitties is an Ethereum-based project that basically clogged the Ethereum network a year and a half ago because it was like a huge sensation. People, um, so so every crypto has a unique code to it, like mm. a unique signature, right? Yeah. And part of Crypto Kitties is that the unique signature is attributable to what you're talking about. You can see a visual representation of yeah. that code as like a different kind of kitty. Oh my God. See? Sold. And they're, they're tradable. And when you trade it with somebody else, mm -hmm. it um, you can also mutate them. And so every time I trade- So you can get like a unicorn horn or something like that? Exactly. And every time you trade it, it changes a little bit. Mm. I think in some of them. Yeah. But it's super, because the code changes, right? Right, yeah. Because that way, change. otherwise I would be able to get my coin back every time. Like if I send it to you, say, but mm -hmm. there's it. It constantly gets generated and added to, like how DNA gets added to. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, you. There's so many different combinations tail. of kitties out there and shit. And there's some kitties that I I saw that were worth like forty grand. Wow, it's like the new Beanie Babies. Yep. 
You know, I am so glad that that was the definition of crypto kitties because that's what I would go to. Yep. But also, it could have been a word that objectifies women who go after after people Good with large point. sums of cryptocurrencies. Good point. It's like, oh, is she a crypto kitty? Oh yeah. That's just She's a wife. A crypto kitty. <laughs> that's, I read some horror stories about this shit, man. I'm not that. I know that. Well, I, that's this is not just a wife then, because true. I'm not that. That's I'm not a sure. crypto kitty. You're definitely not a crypto kitty. Although that's a tight nickname if I was. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish I was. I like how you made it. You now made it crypto kitty. Oh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> bitch. If who someone's with you, if someone's with you for your crypto, that's, right. that's a crypto kitty. <laughs> now it is. Like they have lot lizards. You heard of that? No. It's women that that like come around and they fuck uh, truckers that are at the at the rest stops. What do they get for that? Like, I don't know. Some of them, I think, are prostitutes. Oh, then, I see. Well, I think they're probably mostly prostitutes. Right. I don't think they just go around for freeze. Do they know the truckers don't own the trucks in many cases? I don't think they're there for the trucks. I, I think they're there for money. Okay. Yeah. You don't think they're there so they can hear they're them like, pull the horn? like, ooh, Coca-Cola truck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Swag. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. But they're, I think that's funny. Like, they're called lot lizards, you know? I never even heard of that. That's so cool. And then, like, you know, older women who are going after younger guys. And it's such a good term, lot lizard. Fuck yeah. Hey, that sounds like a trashy person. I love it. Yeah. So, like, the old, older women going after younger guys are cougars, you know? like Oh, for sure. You know, you've heard that. So, they, I always feel like they get assigned an animal name. Yeah. So, crypto kitties. I like it. I was like, it could go. It could so, go there you go. There's your crypto. There's your idea. It's visualized. You can look at it on your phone. And it's a like, unique oh, kitty that you, nobody else can own. Where'd you get that uh, bracelet? Oh, uh, that girl's a crypto kitty. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that is my idea. I like that. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I personally like it more because it's cats and I'm a cat person and I like that. Yep. But, um, Perfectly branded. But I'm thinking, like, what's the Rolex version of it for, like, that, you know, because, like, big balling douchey dudes yep. they, they're not gonna be like well did you see my crypto kitty <laughs> you well, know there's some coins out there that there's the they only did a token supply of like 20 of them yeah say and then they you know it's the same kind of thing where it's like a douchey coin and like shared with their buddies and they somehow spiked the value by doing bullshit volume purchases and like they basically drove it up like thousands of percentages a day and then made a bunch of people fomo and try to buy it and then they dump on their heads. Like, there's a lot of that shit out there. So just be careful what you're buying out there. <laughs> like, don't just don't just buy anything. Like, go go check this shit out and read about this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, there's a lot of pyramid scheme um, yes. coins too. Yes. But then some people say Bitcoin is a pyramid scheme. Uh, well, so is capitalism. Thank you. Um, so we're actually coming to the end of our episode, which that kind of went fast at the second half there. Yeah. Um, what is like, as I guess your final thoughts, like what. What's your final advice or thought to people out there who are interested in cryptocurrency? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just like Nikki was mentioning her water bottle before. Like she has a water bottle and she knows what it's worth and she can what she can do with it and how valuable it is to her. I don't think people realize how like with the water bottle that's Bitcoin, Ethereum, all these different currencies, I don't think people realize what's about to happen to the world financial system as a result of this shit. And I think even myself, I think a lot of it is going to change in such a huge monumental way. Like a lot of people who can't even have access to banking systems out there are going to get like incorporated into their economies and into really just a global economy. That's going to, I think almost be like the internet of money, which is what a lot of people say about Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, 
So I, I think that a lot of the, you know, Nikki's water bottle references, we don't even know what's on this fucking water bottle. It's Swiss Army knife that's that's coming. Like, it's going to be I always thought they really should add cool. that to water bottles. Right? Because then I wouldn't have to carry a mace along with my water bottle on my walk. True. <laughs> we'll get you a mace, um, water bottle mace holder. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you bet. I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't really have really a, a, a final thought that's advice because... I don't know that much other other than my final thought being, you know, find somebody that um, knows about <laughs> cryptocurrency and then marry them and be a crypto kitty. That's smart. Yeah. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. That's That was my five-year plan. And I also think, <laughs> be, ask questions, man. Like, um, really dig into this stuff because you, you're still early. I know everyone always thinks like, oh, my God, I missed it. I, oh, I could have bought a Bitcoin for a hundred. I put a could have put 100 bucks in a bitcoin in 2012 and i'd be a millionaire dude i do that about google so back when i was learning about stocks and, and investing and stuff yeah uh it was back like right before google really like blew up and it was between getting stocks of google or getting stocks of bebe the mm-hmm. clothing yep place and i chose bebe you sure did i did triple my money <laughs> at tight. that time hey, which tight. was cool uh, i tripled it in like three months but Huge. Google. <laughs> a little bit more. You would have got a little bit more. Would have paid out quite a bit more. Yeah. Quite a bit more. True. Maybe could have, uh, yeah, maybe could have supplemented some some projects that we tried to get done. No doubt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is, I see that, I, I get that. Like, because you can still invest in Google or, you yes. know, and these it's companies. All, and it's all still new, man. Nobody yeah. even knows about this shit yet. If you look worldwide, the amount of people that own crypto, it's not even 5% of the world owns it yet. So yeah. it's still so early. And uh, a lot of the scaling solutions for crypto are coming really soon. They've been saying that forever, but they think they're actually coming. And when I say scaling, I mean that you're going to be able to do massive, massive, massive amounts of transactions like permissionlessly. Um, and you're going to be able to exit, um, with, like taking your funds out quickly as well. Like that's all coming so soon. Like I think right now Visa does like 14,000 14, transactions a second or something like that. I think crypto is... Um, in the 40 to 60 range right now of transactions a second. So that's all about to change big time. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be very interesting how all that gets rolled out. Cool. So it's still early. So, so if you, if you had vision, it's not too late. That's right. And it's not, this is not financial advice. I'm just telling you what I have done. And, uh, I just love all this shit. I'm, it's my hobby. I, I'm so utterly fascinated by it and by what it could do for the world. So, yeah, I think people just don't take the time to look into it until, you know, it's until it's widely accepted everywhere. Well, they read right. some fucking CNBC article about how it it was used to purchase uh, you know, weapons or drugs or something and they're like, "Oh, see, it's just a Bitcoin's just a drug thing." And I'm like, "Man, that that is not what this stuff is." Yeah. And if you look around the world in the way that it's being used to just to help pay put put meals on people's tables and shit, like be, because people are sending money from other countries to their families, uh, without spending crazy like amounts and fees, like it's already a great thing. Like, just wait till to see what happens next, man. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Thanks, Steve, for anytime. Send taking over any this questions episode. about crypto to podcast on Nikki. Yeah, email. and also uh, send us your number one tip for time management. Just one. Don't yes. write me a whole essay, but just like one tip that's really saved your ass when it comes to time management, so that we can share it with the group and we can all learn from it. Specifically, maybe Nikki can learn from it. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you guys we'll next see time. You later podcast at nikki.limo please rate us it helps a lot oh yeah do that 
Yeah. And check out our Patreon. All the links are in the description. Yeah. See you next time. Bye.